Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where every other week or so, we harass our favorite customer service representatives or sales clerks at our favorite bottle shops to give us beers that we haven't tried before. Yes, that's right. We've hit them up saying, give us beers and don't tell us what they are. It's another blind taste tester. Another blinder. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Tasting wheat beer. Yes, wheat beer. This will be an interesting one because they always are. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but this this one more so because how much difference is there in price and quality of wheat beers? We don't know. It's it's not a sort of beer that we drink very often. I tend to only largely drink German beers around Oktoberfest. Mm, same, and wheat beer being a I suppose smaller slice of the beer pie it's there's not as many options out there as say pale ales or lagers yeah which undoubtedly made it tricky for matt our friendly neighborhood bottle guy yeah from uh my beer dealer yeah little bottle shop down the road just opened up uh-huh yeah all sorts of craft beer well, he's stuff. hoping they do well as they've got a nice selection yeah well They've got an expensive selection, too. <laughs> well, craft beers are always... They're always pricey. Yeah, always pricey. And that's... And always worth it. Yeah, what's going to make this interesting, because obviously the bracket of cheap, mid, and expensive, and well, it's got to slide up mm. to fit with the standard pricing of the fact that these are all going to be either craft or import. Yeah, well, I would I would put crafts and imports in the same sort of category of people who drink them. Like, mm. the, the, I mean, you, like you say that, of, but Peroni is an import. Oh. Corona is an import. Yeah, I suppose. I t- all right, I take it back. Um, anyway, let's get down to business. We have two. Wheat beers in front of us. They're in cans, all wrapped up nice and tight. We've got no idea what they are. Yes, so it's time to crack a tinny. <laughs> crack a tinny. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And you're open. Very, yeah. Yeah, let's and as, as they say in, well, used to say at least in WWE, it's been a while since I watched it. Let's open a can. Open <laughs> a can. Such a good sound. Alright. Now, I know from experience that wheat beers tend to have a, a very foamy head. So, I hope I pour this carefully enough. And the answer is a resounding maybe. Because there's still stuff left in the can. Yeah, I think these are steins of lies. They are not the size they say they are. That's what this comes down to. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe. They're supposed to be 500 mil steins. But then allegedly these cans are also 500 mils. Mm. But no one's going to sue a, a bottler or a canner for canning, for giving you more than what you asked for. That's true. But they could get into some trouble for putting in less. Yeah. So that's probably what it comes down to. There's, it, there's more than. It feels like the amount is not insignificantly more either. Def- yeah, maybe maybe 15, 20 mil. Yeah, or perhaps it's not a 500 mil can. It looks about a 500 mil can. It does, but maybe it's bigger than that. We, we can't ten. see the can no. because it's wrapped in paper. Well, we, we can see the can, it's, it, well, we, but we it's can, just wrapped in paper. We can see the paper around the can. <laughs> That's Let's true. be excessively specific. Okay. <laughs> right. So the I color. S- I can smell it from here too. Mm, no, it is. It is obviously a wheat beer. Mm. It's, it's the right color to be a wheat beer. Yeah. I'm just going to turn the light. Yes, I was about to say we need more light to get the color properly. Yeah. Yes. So now that there is sufficient light, I can see this is a golden amber color, more towards mm. the golden side of the scale. Yeah, it's a very uh, warm. Orange, I suppose. It's almost the colour I'd expect to see orange juice. Almost. Almost. Or like the sun rising over a beautiful lake. Hmm. If you want to be a bit more poetic about it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What does it smell like? It smells... smells beery. Beery, um, wheaty, smells a little bit fruity. Yeah. Um, it's got a hint of a sweetness to it. So, would you hazard a guess that it's an import? Um, I I wouldn't be surprised mm. if this were a German beer of some sort. Yeah. Or even a German style. Yes. True, it could be, because they tend to have that fruitiness to them mm. to, to some extent and the slight sweetness that comes from that. Yeah. But let's let's taste and see let's what taste. we think. Cheers. Cheers. It's very full. A, a gentle tap. <laughs> huh. That tastes a lot like a lager. Like a, a nice German lager. It does, but it's like a sweet, fruity lager. Yeah. But it it still has that sort of... I uh, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's got, got a kind of bacony aftertaste to it. Yes, I was trying to put my finger on that, and that's... Yeah. Yeah, bacon-esque. Bacon, bacon-esque, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this is the sort of beer that would pair perfectly with, you know, a hock or something. Mm. Uh, hearty German food. Yeah. Mm. It's very nice. I do. I really like this. And it's hot AF in Australia today. And it's very, very humid. And this ice cold wheat beer is going down super nicely. Well, I feel as though it could be colder. That'd probably be from the Steins warming it up. Yes, potentially, because they were not cold. No. No, and I probably should have thought of that. Okay, so yeah, I've I've really, really been enjoying 
this one. Hmm. But as as the first, it's hard to pinpoint where it might sit mm. amongst the three because it's nice. Yeah, we sort of need to calibrate our taste buds. Yeah, and know what kind of ballpark we're in. Yeah. Um. So, well, would you hazard a guess to say whether it's one of the cheap, the mid or the high quality one? Oh God, not right now. I mean, sometimes it's just really obvious mm. with you know with some of the spirits. I mean, even when we did our very first beers blinder, it was it was very hard to tell. Very hard to tell, except for there were a couple where it was very obviously the cheap one. Yeah, yeah. I have found that beers are very hard to to pick, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good thing. So, what are you? What are your thoughts? It's a, it's definitely a weed beer because it's too, uh, I suppose, too fruity to be a, a true lager, um, and it's too light. I would call it too light to be a pale ale, and it's got kind of that, um, like it's it's making my um, mouth feel a bit sort of gluteny. Yeah, I guess. And I guess the the real question is because we know these all will have a wheat base but do mm. you feel that this might be a wheat and something beer yes yes i would so not a, not a straight wheat beer no mm. a vison perhaps vison something yeah mm. but vison what we won't know till the end <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Stay stay tuned, everyone, I suppose. Yes, because obviously the first one is going to be quick. We've nothing to compare it to. So we will hmm. take our time enjoying the rest of these and considering, and then we'll be back with you in a mere blink of an eye for beer number two. And we are back with beer the second it is a tall can again, probably 500 mil. <laughs> probably 500 mil, probably yep. a wheat-based beer. I think we can anticipate that since mm. this is a blind wheat beers episode and yep. we asked for wheat beers. Yeah. Um, it's also in a can, so we can assume that there will be a nice can opening sound. Yes, that will be nice. And uh, sadly, unlike with things in bottles, we can't judge anything else about it because it's in a can. I. You- I think that's a good thing. Yeah, though we should point out the top of the other cans was black mm. and the tops of these cans are mm. just plain old silver. Or tin. Aluminium. That that aluminium colour. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, it's not so fancy. <laughs> so maybe these are cheaper. Maybe. Maybe. They- uh, we're, we're really reaching here because we don't have much to go off yet. No. And the other thing, well, I don't think these are the cheap ones because they come in a 500 mil can. And things that are cheap tend not to come in cans that size. Well, you say that, but then you can get 500 mil cans of Oettinger. I've never heard of it. Really? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's about 52 bucks for a case. Right. So, yeah, that's on the cheap side of their 500ml cans. Yeah. Hmm. 
There you go. And it's not bad beer. It's, you know, very acceptable for the price. Good value for money. Yes, okay. good value for money beer. <laughs> right, so let's... We've, we've digressed sufficiently. Let's move on to the second can. Time to crack this can. Here it goes. There's your glass. Here's my glass. Oh, they're very full. We blew the channel. Of course. As you do when you're opening a can. Yeah. Opening a can of Wolf Channel. Whoa. It's pink. Oh, holy crap. Yep, this is very, very pink. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I was expecting an amber color, but uh, not today. Not today, folks. This is... Are we sure this is a wheat beer? It it could be. It wouldn't surprise me if this is Belgian. Oh my god! Even even the the foam is uh, pink. And I've I've had banana flavored Belgian beers, so nothing would surprise me if this were Belgian. Yeah, I suppose. What does it smell like? It smells doesn't it even smell that fruity. Just it smells it like doesn't. A, it just smells like a wheat beer. Yeah, but it's... I'm going to guess it tastes like it's pink. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Let's get straight to it. I'm curious. Yeah. Yes, it tastes like it's pink. Yeah, there's a, there's a hint of like red wine or uh, grapey fruitiness. Yep. I mean, it's... I can I can pick up that wheat base. Oh yeah, yeah for sure because it, it has that uh, glutinous as that glutinous feel to your mouth. Yeah, and it's sort of in the fragrance as well. Mm. But the color, God, that throws you when you first pour it when you don't know what it is. Yeah, because it it almost looks like watermelon juice. Yeah, it's got that color to it. Yeah, a slightly darker. Um. Like if you mixed watermelon juice and beer and lager. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's cloudy. The head did not stick around. It really didn't. It just dissipated like yeah. that. It um the the head was reminiscent of a sour, to be honest. Cause the, the head of a sour beer mm. doesn't doesn't stick around at all. And I do pick up hints of a sour taste profile. Mm. There is a Slice fruity sourness to it. Yeah, a hint of tartness. Yeah, and the, the, it almost tastes like there's tannins. Almost, almost. It's um, like um, some people like their vermouth waved in the direction of tannins. Yeah, I'm really curious what this one is, and I am now really confused about where it fits in the pricing scheme. <laughs> yeah, me too. Doesn't taste as complex as the other as the last one though. No, it looks fancy. It looks like the kind of drink that you could possibly trick someone who doesn't like beer into trying. But as soon as they taste it, they'd go, "This is beer." Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be that. Ah, oh, what a what a weird beer. Yeah, I'm. I'm having trouble deciding what I think about it. Because it's very different. 
It's refreshing. It's more bitter than the last one. Yeah. But it's... I suppose like a... Like a new anything. Mm. At first, you're so caught up in how different it is, you can't decide if you like it or not. Yeah. Um, it's... It doesn't take... So, the, the last... Be- the first beer, beer number one, tasted a little hoppy. That's... I reckon that's where the fruit came from. Yeah, I'm not really getting any hoppiness in this one at all. No, almost none. Mm. But it is bitter and it is uh, wheaty. Oh, yeah. Definitely definitely got that wheat to it. Mm. And that tartness that, yeah, that you'd expect from a sour. Yeah. But but only a hint. Mm. Yeah, so you couldn't call this a sour, not not by any stretch of the imagination. No, but what is it? Guy stumped us. <laughs> yeah, he has. A good selection so far. I'm really, really enjoying them. What could it be? Yes, I hope this is making for an enjoyable episode, hearing us being so confused about what the heck we're drinking. <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> <laughs> If you think we're talking shit and are getting sick of listening, do send us an email and let us know. Yeah. Happy for any and all suggestions. We are indeed. Yeah. And I guess we don't really have much more to say about this at this point, do we? Mm. Asi- I mean, aside from watermelon looking beer. Yeah, because we, we don't even... I'm not even sure where this would fit around being more or less expensive than the last one. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm gonna go with this one is slightly le- is less expensive than the first one. You're basing that on the complexity. Yes. Well, what else am I gonna base? Well, it yeah. On? <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I'd have based that off the can alone, but yes, the the flavor profile. I will say, I agree. Yeah, there's slightly less going on in this drink. It's it's very very nice to drink. Very easy to drink in weather such as today. Very refreshing, to be sure. Mm. But yeah, I don't, I don't taste quite as much complexity as the first one. So who I, knows? We may be surprised later. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that this is the cheapest, but I'm also saying it is going to be less. Mm. I yeah, my official opinion is that it's going to be less expensive than the first one, whether it's either the cheapest or the mid-priced. Only one way to find out. We need to pause, take our time, and then kick back with number three. Number three, coming up next. And we are back, but with last but not least, beer number three. Yes, the time of the third is upon us. I'm excited. Yeah. What could it be? I'm a little buzzed, to be honest. Mm, I think it's going to be a wheat beer. (laughs) I'm pretty confident it will have a wheat base. Yes. And this is the third time we've said that, or is it the fourth? I don't Second. Know. Second time we've no, referred we, to a wheat base? We, we didn't say that the first time. Wheat base. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so let's crack these and find out what we've oh, got inside. Goodness, yes. Uh, before we even open it, these cans have a black uh, top. Yes, black top. So we are rolling the black tops here. Hmm. It does make me think that this is pricey. Uh, here is your glass, sir. Thank you, sir. And, yep, these are an al- also a very full can. 
Ooh, this is dark. Ooh. Still, still a very, still an amber color, but dark amber. But the head-wise, it's reacting in a very stouty way. Is is it? No, no way. Oh, maybe I poured too gently. <laughs> Mine did. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as I saw it was dark, I went, I'm going to treat this like a stout. And I turned the can aggressively and... And poured it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I poured this way too gently. Um, I don't know if it's stout-esque, but... Um, it's very dark. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely in dark ale territory for colour. Mm. And mine has a nice thick layer of head on the top that is going nowhere fast. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a dark, like, even darker than coal. This is almost Marmite wow. coloured for those of you in the UK. Vegemite yeah. coloured for those of you in Australia. Yeah. No, I I reckon this is cola coloured. Dark cola. I would have said a light cola because the Coca-Cola you can get in Australia is black. Well, that, that's true. But if you shine light through it, not so much. Yes. I'm attempting to shine light through this, and light does not pass through it. Not much. Not much. Um, it smells really malty. Oh, yeah. If you're wondering what purpose malt plays in a beer, do tune into our malt episode. Mm. It's only a handful of episodes ago, too. Um, it still smells like a wheat beer as well. Like yeah. a really malty wheat beer. Yes, I, I would think, just based on the colour of this, mm. that it is a wheat base and they have used some dark malts. Mm. Do you know off the top of your head any dark uh, German beers? Mm. I know there are some, and I've had some before, uh, from a bar that used to be in uh, South Bank in Brisbane. Yeah, I, I've I've had dark German. Beer. I mean, the you know the double block can be mm. can be up there, I think. Or am I thinking of the Dunkel? Maybe I might be getting mixed up with my German beers. Who? It's been a while. I missed Oktoberfest this year because of because of oh, COVID. Of course, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, because it was a year ago. That we were at Oktoberfest last because yeah. this year COVID kind of cancelled it, mm. unfortunately. But yeah, it's it's a dark colour. It's definitely wheaty. Mm. It definitely smells malty. What could it be? I I don't know German beers very well, to be honest. Yeah, no, neither do I. Like the only time I ever really have them is, dare I say it, at the German club or at the Belgian club, mm. or at the Belgian beer cafe. Or at Oktoberfests, but it's been a long time since we've had those. Yeah. Just, well, a year. Yeah. Yeah, because it got... Well, it got cancelled this year for Because last year reasons. we were there. That it was. Yeah. That it was. Some very good beers last very year. Very good beers. So, enough shooting the shit. Let's, uh, let's taste this. Yes, let's. Cheers. Cheers. It's not so full, so we can clink harder. <laughs> Oh, it tastes very malty as well. Oh, that's magnificent. I mean, it's still, to my mind, this is the best. Mm. But I really like a dark, malty beer. Not that I don't like a, you know, a pale ale or a pilsner or a 
tropical ale, but but I think of the three, mm. this has the complexity, the smoothness. It's a little bit chocolatey, but it still has those wheaty undertones. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure that it's as I don't. I don't know if it's as complex as the first one. Mm. Like it, it's very very good, but. I, I reckon it's on par. Just just flavor wise, it's on par with the first one. And if it is, that makes this a really hard call. Like mm. that would put number two at the bottom, definitely. Yes. But then is this one number one or number two? Well, it makes it really hard because it's a different style. Well, yeah. And I mean obviously being a bit brown, it's the right colour for number two. But does that mean anything at all? Probably not. It may no. well be number one. Though the other one is a closer colour for number one. <laughs> um, the the first one we had is closer to a traditional wheat beer, I think. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, this being more, this being darker and stronger and maltier, it leans it towards a, a Belgian-style ale. So, so yeah. I mean, a, a wheat based, definitely. Mm. But yes, I I agree. It is not in the realms of a traditional welt, yeah, a traditional beer. wheat beer. Welt beer. Um, it's 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 very nice. Oh yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I think this might. I yeah. I think this might be a Belgian wheat beer. Mm, I do like Belgian beers, but then I also mm. like German beers. Me too. It's, it's tricky. Me too. It's I, tricky, I, tricky, tricky, tricky. I like Belgian beers or German beers when the weather's cold. Yes. Well, they're, they're made for that. Mm, made for the cold weather. Though, right now, nice and cold, as this beer is, it's still, yeah, so good. So good. Mm. I think this might I think this might be slightly better than the first one. Mm. So I I am trying to uh take into account that I've had two drinks so far. Yes. And that always adds a little bit of bias to the last one. True, but you are thinking that in order from worst to best, it would be number two, number one, number three. Yes. Not by much. Not by much. The n- first one was very, very good. Oh, yeah. It's it's a close race. It's a photo finish. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because... That it's it's a style that I that you mm. and I both like. Yeah, while while they're wheat based with such different styles, mm. yeah, it's very hard to really pick a winner for what we think is best. But then, what we think is best won't necessarily be the pricing, as we know mm. from past blind taste testers. Oftentimes, like with the, I I, I often find myself coming back to that bourbon blinder <laughs> with the Hogs Three. Yeah. That was so smooth and so easy to drink. Yeah. It it uh it was very, very good for its price. Yes. Fantastic for its price. 
Anyway, enough rambling. I think we should open these uh, cads. Let's have the reveal from number one through number three or in reverse order. Mm, let's do... Let's do what we're currently drinking first. Okay. So do you want to reveal this one? Yes. You you, yeah. you reveal yourself. <laughs> reveal your can. We have from Red Hill Brewery, Weissenbach, dark wheat. Ah. So it is a German style. It is a, it is a German style. It is a Bock. Yeah. It is a Weissenbach. So that's, it's a strong, Weissenbach, it's a strong beer. Our strong tall, German dark and beer. strong German. This dark, strong wheat beer has delicious, deep, rich, chocolatey, rich chocolate characters, clove banana aromatics, and is highly carbonated. Beer from where we really are. It is an 8%. Holy shit. 2.4 standards to a can. My <laughs> word. Considering the size of this can, yeah. that is impressive. Yeah. Like, no wonder we're tipsy. That's a 355ml can. 2.4 standard drinks. Is that... It? I think that's a 40-ounce can. No, that's not a 40. Yeah. Or 10. It's a 12-ounce can. It's a 12-ounce can, yeah, because a 40 is a tallie. Yeah, it didn't sound right. I just thought yeah. I said it. That's why you've got Edward 40 hands. You know the game, right? Edward 40 hands? No, I don't. Ah. It's where you have a 40, or in Australia, a tolly, gaff taped to each hand, and you obviously can't put them down or do anything with your hands until you've consumed them both. Wow. Yeah, Edward 40 hands. So, this is a, so this is a 12 ounce can um, at 8%. At so 8%. It's a, it's a strong little can. beer. Yeah. Very, very nice. Yes. Um, really nice. All right, and I would say dangerously easy to drink for how strong it is. Yeah. Well, well. So were the uh, Trappist beers that we had. Oh yeah. The 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 triple from that uh, ne the Netherlands Trappist uh, Abbey. Mm. So number two looks to have been. Oh, you got it backwards. No, no, I'm looking at the back first. Oh. It is, because at first I thought it was French, but it's Canadian. It is French-Canadian. Oh. This is Rosy Hibiscus Blanche à la Fleur de Hibiscus. Hibiscus flower wheat beer. There's that, that floral note in the pink yeah. color. Wow. It's a 473 mil can. Oh, yeah, yeah. This did feel fit the uh, Stein slightly better. It did first, and it's five point nine percent, so not that strong. No, we're, we're still still drunk though. Five five point nine. That's still probably about two two point four standard drinks mm. for us Australians. Well, four. So I'd say probably probably roughly the two standard mark. Yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah, it was it was pretty good, and they do appear to have like the the back is in French. I could read it, but it would be in French, which makes no sense to anybody. But they do have a translation: French. tart floral aromatics, delicately perfumed nose, reminiscent of pink grapefruit, refreshing, perfect for warm days. They were right. Yeah, and it contains hops. 
and they mark it as nugget, but I know what that little logo means. It means hops. And we could have guessed that because it had a slight hoppiness to it. Well, it could be nugget hops. It could be. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We don't. We never will. None of us are French Canadian. Uh, If you're French Canadian, let us know that you're French Canadian and we will say... Hello? C'est la vie. (laughs) Um, That's pretty much the only French I know. (laughs) Unless I read it off a can. Right. So... Number one, then. And mm. then, once we know what they all are, time to check the receipt. Yes. The receipt of which is in my pocket. Ah, the pocket receipt. Yeah. Oh, this one is interesting. It's, it's from Australian. Holgate Brewhouse. It's Australian. Yeah, from... It is. It is Australian, and it is... Victoria. 5.3. Okay. So the other one was definitely, yeah, you were right around the 2.4, because this is 5.3, and it is 2.1. Ah, there you go. And it's a Hefeweiss. I thought it it was German style. Yeah. 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 It just didn't taste quite German enough or Belgian enough to be... A Belgian beer. Which explains that it's it's an Australian German style wheat beer. Mm. Very, very good. This yeah, one was. Very, very good. Um so it's interesting that what we picked for our number one and number two were both actually Australian plays on German beers. The first two. The, yeah. Or the top two, sorry. Yes. Our what we picked is our top two. Mm. Are Australian versions of German beers Very true So I suppose it's time to break out the receipt yes. And let work out where each one fits See what's what Holy shit They are expensive beers And Bloody hell That's unexpected <laughs> Number one was... The most expensive was... Dieu de Ciel Rosé de Habisque. Which doesn't surprise me simply <laughs> because it's an import. And wow. import in Australia... Yeah. Sucks up so much tax. It does. Well, it's also the uh, lowest... Oh, no, it's 5.9%. So it's not really that much tax not much stamp duty on that but still it adds an extra expense that the local beers don't get yes so that came in at 11.50 per can that's surprising to me yeah that that was number one what's number two number two the Holfgate the number two is the Holgate Hefeweiss beer well, okay, so number two was what we thought was number one. So then obviously number three is what we thought was number two. Yeah. And so this is yet another time yep. where the price does not equal the quality, at least as we see it. Mm. So the, the Holgate came in at nine fifty a can, and the Red Hill Weizenbock came in at $8 a can. Damn, that is surprising to me. 
Yeah. Like the well, two of them were in the exact order we expected. Well, something to keep but, into account is the size of the can. Yeah. The uh, the Weizenbock, the last one, is a 12-ounce can versus the other two, which are around about a pint. So if you were to go per volume, the Weizenbock would end up being the most expensive for mm. the same amount. But if you go per alcohol volume, the Weizenbock is bloody good value. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It has well. It has the most alcohol by volume. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, well and well and bloody truly, yes. So if you wanted to get really messed up, we don't recommend that. Yeah, for only eight dollars a can. Yeah, I mean that's well, cheap you're, you're for Australia. Gonna, yeah. Yes, if, if you're in the US, but it's probably very expensive because for you it's an import. Yeah. So but, the the. Uh, Canadian, the Canadian one would be the cheapest, the Rosie de Hibiscus. Yeah, so ironically, the one that's most expensive here would be cheapest in the US mm. and Canada and possibly any country that isn't Australia. Hmm. So, the, I suppose the price is not always accurate for the, for the quality of the drink. Yeah. And I, I feel like what we said for quality is about right. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. The well, definitely in terms of flavor, I I disagree with. In terms of flavor and complexity, I disagree with the price. Yes, the the Weissenbock, the red from Red Hill Brewery is the best one we've tasted today. Agreed. Yeah. With the runner-up as the Holgate, and coming in at coming in at number three, the Rosy de Hibiscus. Though obviously, if you like rose-flavored things, because that's what that odd flavor was, we couldn't quite put our finger on. It's, it's hibiscus. Yeah, yeah. And if you want that sort of thing, you might rate that number one. If you'd like yeah. something that's a little bit on the odd side and a little bit more floral. Mm. Then that may be the number one for you. Yeah, and what the what that what the Canadian beer had is that it was very refreshing. It was probably the nicest in terms of uh, re- a refreshing beer. Yeah, and of course, what we're always about is find the drink that matches the flavors you enjoy. Definitely, drink it to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Don't drink to get drunk. What's yeah. The- that's that's the key. Drink, drink it. Wasting your time doing that. Yeah, drink, drink it to enjoy it. Have have fun with it. Yeah, chat with friends, listen to our podcast, and get uh, little bits of trivia to uh, blow your friends' minds. Yes, play the drink along with a good drop like a <laughs> drinking game. No, don't do that. That's getting drunk. <laughs> anyway, we've we've lost the plot. So I think we should uh, we. It's time to call it quits. Well, we should bottle cap these. Though we oh. basically did, but yes. let's... We, well, we we ranked them, but let's bottle cap them all right. Oh, all because right. they're all things we've never had before. Oh, all right. So oh, how well, many I- bottle caps do you give to the Holgate Brewhouse Hefeweiss? Uh, I would give that an eight. It was very, very good. Very good. A lot of complexity... Lot of flavors and still very refreshing for a hot day. Yes, I, I would be inclined to give it a seven and a half 
just because I'm going to give an ace to the Weissenbock. Dark I'm, wheat beer. Yeah. I'm giving that one a nine. Oh, well, that's yeah. right up there for you. It's, it's a very, very good beer. I really like the uh, the the German... I really like the German dark wheat beers. Admittedly, so do I. I do enjoy a dark beer in general. I like that mm. flavor profile. Yeah. And and the dark Belgians, the dark Germans, uh, are just... They just hit the spot for me. They're a little bit sweet. They're very refreshing and a little bit fruity. It is fantastic. It's yes. Amazing. And last but not least, what would you rate the... Adieu to say rosé hibiscus. I'd probably give that a seven and a half. Um, so even though I said it's lacking in complexity, it's really nice to drink. Yeah, I agree with that. It was relatively easy to drink. Mm. Like you could drink it faster than the first one, but in in part because there was a complexity to the Hefeweizen that it didn't have. And the Hefeweizen is not quite as refreshing, though. Yeah, and it's that refreshingness and simplicity that makes it easy to drink. Mm. And, yeah, I'd probably give it a seven. Hmm. So, it it was very close between all three of these. Yeah. I mean, the price was pretty close, to be honest. Like, nothing compared to the difference in price between the... Uh, spirits we get oh yeah big difference and sometimes it's not worth it Mm. yeah i'm still uh working on that uh plantation rum that we had for our rum our (laughs) round the world blinder oh man i still can't get over that acrylic paint taste yeah it's amazing oh so bad so do be sure because that's it for today We're, Mm. we're done we're done (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so uh, time for the plugs. Time for the plugs. So if you liked what you heard, everyone, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, or YouTube Podcasts, I think they're called now, uh, and many more. Yeah, and of course, you can find us on the Zuckerbergs, Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> as a good drop podcast Mm, look out for the beer icon Uh, if you want to check out our giant library of previous episodes jump on our website agooddrop.com.au or if you've got any comments questions suggestions for future episodes or if you've got a favourite wheat beer let us know send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com and if you represent a very large company and you'd like to sponsor us, do feel free to email <laughs> us at that very address because we would love to spruik you during our episode. And be sure to tune in next time <laughs> when we revisit the land of the rising sun and talk about Umeshu. Mm. This is... We're, we're going back to old-fashioned good drops because we've never tried this one before. That's right. It's one... It's one of the ancient drinks. Mm. With a, it's, it's an old drink with a plum base. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. So, until next time, cheers. Cheers.